how should we celebrate? Why should we celebrate? And what are we celebrating? You're listening to the Youth Bible in One Year, day 347. And in today's devotion, how to celebrate, we find out what we should be celebrating in the first place and why we should be celebrating in the first place. So let's look into our Bible passages for today and find out how to celebrate. It will be a joyous celebration, a time of happiness and joy, gladness and honour. Pippa and I love our annual leadership conference held at the Royal Albert Hall, which was built in central London to display the greatness and power and glory and victory and the majesty of God. Thousands of people gather together. There are times of great celebration with heavenly worship and powerful, life-changing teaching. People are inspired, refreshed and equipped to make a difference to the world around them. The Bible has much to say about celebration. There's a celebration in heaven every time one person turns to Christ. When the prodigal son returned to the father, the father said, Let's have a feast and celebrate. In our Old Testament passage for today, we read that the city of Susa held a great celebration. It exploded with joy. What were they celebrating? What should you celebrate now? How should you celebrate? From Psalm 142 Set me free from my prison, that I may praise your name. Then the righteous will gather about me because of your goodness to me. Celebrate Answered Prayer For many years, as I've read this psalm, I've written down a list of troubles and situations for which I'm crying out to God for mercy and help. As I look back, it is amazing to see the way in which he's answered these prayers. The context of this psalm is that David is imprisoned in a cave and fearing for his life. He cries out loudly to God, spelling out his troubles and pleading for mercy. He prays, Get me out of this dungeon so I can thank you in public. Your people will form a circle round me and you'll bring me showers of blessing. David longs to be able to praise God for answering his prayers and rescuing him. He promises that if he is rescued, he will turn it back to worship and gather others together to celebrate God's goodness. It's important to remember to celebrate answered prayers to praise God's name and celebrate his goodness. It will build your faith and increase your love for God. Lord, thank you for the many times you have rescued me. Again today, I cry out to you. New Testament from Revelation 4 After this I looked, and there before me was a door standing open in heaven, and the voice I had first heard speaking to me like a trumpet, said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. At once I was in the Spirit, and there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it. And the one who sat there had the appearance of jasper and ruby, a rainbow that shone like an emerald encircled the throne. Surrounding the throne were twenty-four other thrones, and seated on them were twenty-four elders. They were dressed in white, 
and had crowns of gold on their heads. From the throne came flashes of lightning, rumblings, and peals of thunder. In front of the throne, seven lamps were blazing. These are the seven spirits of God. Also in front of the throne, there was what looked like a sea of glass, clear as crystal. In the center, round the throne, were four living creatures, and they were covered with eyes in front and behind. Each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all round, even under its wings. Day and night, they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory, honor, and thanks to him who sits on the throne and who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They lay their crowns before the throne and say, You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they were created and have their being. Celebrate before the throne in heaven. We have a 24-7 prayer room at our church. There is worship and prayer 24 hours a day, seven days a week, night and day, never taking a break. You do not need to wait until heaven to experience heavenly worship. This worship is happening now, 24-7 in heaven. In this passage, we get a glimpse of what it looks like. Every time you worship, you join in with the worship of heaven. John's eyes turn from the church on earth to the church in heaven. John looks through an open door in heaven. Accompany John as he's invited to ascend and enter. I'll show you what happens next. What follows is an extraordinary vision of the greatness and glory of God. God is at the center of the universe, surrounded here by images of who he is and what he's done. The throne suggests the highest authority. The rainbow is the rainbow of promise. The lightning, rumblings and peals of thunder point to the power of God. And the sea of glass, clear as crystal, suggests peace and security. Seven fire-blazing torches fronted the throne. These are the sevenfold Spirit of God. There is one Holy Spirit, but the fire-blazing torches represent all the different ways in which He expresses Himself and in which you experience His fullness in your life. Around the throne are 24 elders seated on thrones, probably representing the 12 tribes of the Old Testament and the 12 apostles of the New Testament. This is the completed and perfect church of Jesus Christ. You are included. As those around the throne contemplate the wonder of God, the natural response is to turn to worship. And this is the first thing that John finds going on in heaven. There are five worship songs in the next two chapters. Day and night, they never stop saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Those of us who find repetition hard may have to get used to a lot of it. Whenever the living creatures give glory, honor, and thanks to him who sits on the throne and who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne 
and worship him who lives forever and ever. They lay their crowns before the throne and give him all the glory. The church, the angels and all created things bow down and worship God. The eternal father sits on the throne surrounded by the worshipping community. As John Stott wrote, one day you will join the church triumphant, the great multitude that no one will be able to count, drawn from every nation, tribe, people and language, and you will stand with them before God's throne. The king of the universe will give you refuge in the shelter of his throne. You will see him and worship him day and night. The lamb turned shepherd will lead you with the rest of his sheep to fountains of living water. You will satisfy your thirst forever at his eternal springs. My Lord and my God, I thank you that I don't have to wait until the new heaven and the new earth to worship you. You are worthy to receive glory, honor and power today and every day. Old Testament from Esther 6-8 to The king's edict granted the Jews in every city the right to assemble and protect themselves. When Mordecai left the king's presence, he was wearing royal garments of blue and white, a large crown of gold and a purple robe of fine linen. And the city of Susa held a joyous celebration. For the Jews, it was a time of happiness and joy, gladness and honour. In every province and in every city to which the edict of the king came, there was joy and gladness among the Jews, with feasting and celebrating. And many people of other nationalities became Jews because fear of the Jews had seized them. Celebrate the great acts of God. Sometimes, as we look at the world, it seems that evil is triumphing. Good people suffer and are even being persecuted for their faith. Will things ever be put right? Yes, they will. God has come to earth in the person of his Son, Jesus, the incarnation which we celebrate at Christmas. He has defeated evil through the cross and resurrection which we celebrate at Easter. The final victory will take place when Jesus comes again. In the meantime, he has given you the Holy Spirit so that you can experience a foretaste of that final victory right now. This we celebrate at Pentecost. God was preparing his people for these great events. In the book of Esther, we see a prefiguring and a picture of what was to come in Jesus. In a dramatic turnaround, Haman's plot fails. Mordecai the Jew is honoured. Judgment falls on the evil and arrogant Haman. Esther is used by God to save the people. This is the origin of the great Jewish celebration of Purim. The providential hand of God rescued his people from destruction and slaughter and annihilation. Events began to turn when the king could not sleep, so he ordered the book of the Chronicles, the record of his reign, to be brought in and read to him. He was reminded of the heroic loyalty of Mordecai. Have you ever achieved something for which other people have taken the credit? Haman tried to take the honour that belonged to Mordecai. 
Mordecai's response is a model of humility and trust in God. Other people may not see what you have done, but God sees and he will reward you. Instead of being hanged, Mordecai receives honor and recognition. The king issues an edict granting the Jews in every city the right to assemble and protect themselves. The city of Susa held a joyous celebration. It was a time of happiness and joy, gladness and honor, with feasting and celebrating. Many people of other nationalities became Jews because fear of the Jews had seized them. This is the earliest reference to many non-Hebrews putting their faith in the Lord. There have been cases of individuals coming to faith, for example Ruth and Uriah the Hittite, but nowhere before had there been a mass movement like this. When the Jewish festival of Purim is celebrated, the book of Esther is read. It is now one of the great Jewish celebrations. The church also has the great celebratory festivals, Christmas, Easter and Pentecost. These should be joyous celebrations of happiness, gladness, honour and feasting, celebrating the great acts of God in history, the incarnation, the resurrection of Jesus, who died for us on the cross, and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, as well as the annual celebrations, celebrate these great events daily in your heart. Lord, thank you that you have given us so much to celebrate. Thank you that you have delivered us through Jesus Christ. Thank you for the birth, death, and resurrection of Jesus and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Help me to celebrate these great events annually in our church festivals and daily in my heart. Pepper adds, In Esther 6 verse 6 it says, Now Haman thought to himself, Who is there that the king would like to honour rather than me? Thinking too much of oneself is not a good idea. Let's pray. Lord, Thank you that you have saved me. I celebrate the fact that you are king. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.